And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister and co-pilot. How you doing, Ben? What's going on, everybody? Uh, we're here today to talk about episodes 23 and 24 of season 5 of The Office, Michael Scott Paper Company, and Heavy Competition. Yes. So before we jump into this week's episode, Bear, why don't you tell everybody what they missed last week on the show? Sure. So last week, uh, we reviewed episode 21, Two Weeks, which was right after Michael quit and basically him wasting away his last two weeks until he realized that he probably wasn't going to get another job out there. Should he use those two weeks for something else? Yes. Instead of Scotch and Splenda. <laughs> tastes like Splenda, gets drunk like Scotch. Hi. Um, and so he decided to create his own company, the Michael Scott Paper Company, which effectively got him fired four days earlier than he was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, Pam left with him. He got Ryan on his dream team. And that's the Michael Scott Paper Company. That's it. In a nutshell. Then we have a dream team, which was... Wait, wasn't that dream team? No, that was two weeks. Oh, did I combine Yeah, you them? combined them. Oops. Well, everybody, that's pretty much where we are right now. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that's, much what it was. That's the long and short of it. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's jump into this one. Maybe. <laughs> Episode 23, Michael Scott Paper Company. All right, so guys, this has to be one of my favorite cold opens, even though it's so short and sweet. Mm. Well, the beginning is. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. the very beginning of the cold open is It's a very great. famous GIF. Yes. So you hear Lady Gaga's song, Just Dance, playing in the distance, and then you see a red PT cruiser driving up. Michael Scott is sitting in the front seat with glass, sunglasses on. He looks at the camera and says, It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> so stupid. Amazing. <laughs> so, so stupid. It was fantastic. So then uh, we see he's trying to park. He hits a car and he goes, Nope, not going to make this one. And he drives away. There's about... It's like half a There's block. There's room for like three or two cars at yeah. least. It's like in half that a block area. space. He just can't parallel park. And for somebody who's very good at parallel parking, that hurts. Really? That oh yeah. But you're a woman. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying something. Dwight oh, would I'm say. aware. <laughs> I'm aware, sir. But no, that is like my strong point is my parallel parking. Oh, wow. I'm fantastic. Good spatial at it. recognition. Yes. So now we go into the office parks parking lot and Ryan arrives. Jim makes fun of his blonde hair. Pam laughs. And then Michael squeezes the PT Cruiser between two cars. and uh, The tightest parking <clears throat> job imaginable. Yeah, like he had to... Like if he couldn't make it there, I don't know how he made it in this spot. Yeah. But um, he he's literally climbing out of the PT Cruiser because they took his parking spot away. <laughs> and um, he gets out and he's carrying like a tub of the cheese balls. Oh, yeah. Like... You know, the ones that moms buy for, like, you know, the entire, well, a week of the summer. (laughs) When all the kids stop by and put their grubby hands in Exactly. So, then we see they're outside of a a room. There's, like, a red... Red ribbon across it. A ribbon, yeah, I guess. I was trying to think of what material that was. Yeah, and Michael has, like, these Brutus beefcake shears. He has hedge clippers. (laughs) Like, these are not, like, trimmers or scissors. These are hedge clippers. Because he wants to go big. (laughs) And he can't cut through the ribbon. So they walk into their new office. Uh, it's, as we learn later in the episode, 165 square feet. Oh, yeah. Which is not that much. 
There's a toy basketball hoop. There's clocks that have Paris, London, Beijing, and the USA. Even and though the USA has three different times, or four different times. Yes. Now. Five. I forgot about Hawaii. Five, yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, um, and then, let's see, where was I? Oh, one desk and a poker table. And it just says, he goes, welcome to the Michael Scott Paper Company. No so, windows. Nothing. There's a shower in the corner. Yes. It's, There's a pipe. It's a closet. Yeah. It's it's a maintenance closet. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So now we're in the office. That's the end of the cold open. We're in the office and Kelly is leaning on Jim's desk, kind of just like literally Talking speaking to no in one. fragments. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, that's... Mm, to no one geez, in particular. Nothing. Like just staring at Charles. Mm. And then we find out that the new receptionist is also called Kelly. Mm. And so Kelly Kapoor hovers, waiting for him to call other Kelly to respond, Yes, Charles, you wanted me. <laughs> in a way to get him convinced that he does, in fact, want her. Which Jim says is not one of her worst ideas No, yet. it's all right. I could see it. Yeah. So now Charles, getting frustrated of Kelly Kapoor walking and going, Yes, Charles, you wanted me. <laughs> Says, you know what? We're going to use last names. I'll call you Kapoor and you Hannon. And the new Kelly says, well, if we're going by different names, can we use Aaron instead? It's my middle name. And Charles goes, that's a very pretty name. It's beautiful. And Kelly Kapoor gets pissed. She goes, oh, yeah? My middle name is Rajani Ganda. And I hate it. (laughs) And she runs off. She hits the switch. And Kevin just goes. I thought Raj Rajani Ganda was a boy's name. <laughs> Such a random what? Random dialogue. <laughs> so now we're uh, with the Michael Scott Paper Company, and you just hear a toilet flush, and then the water flow all the way through the office space, and that's exactly what that pipe is. And it's noisy whenever somebody flushes a sink. It's human like water. waste. Yeah, it's a sewer. It's sewage pipe mm-hmm. essentially. So now, Michael explains that he made an e-bite to, to a pancake luncheon. He's got six yeses, one maybe, only 11 no's, 788 not yet replied. But 782 of them have viewed that in a way. <laughs> so he's hopeful. So now Michael asks Pam to make 800 copies. He doesn't a, ask Pam. Well, she goes, somebody, he says, somebody needs to make 800 copies of this coupon for unparalleled customer service. <laughs> Now, Pam says, I don't want to start this off because I make one copy, I'm I'm making all the copies, and boom, mm-hmm. I'm the receptionist again. Yeah, because he, dro- he drops it. it right between him, yep. her and Ryan. And Pam's like, Pam, a girl after my own heart, says, but I like making copies. The paper's so warm and so <laughs> cold in there. And I'm like, girl, I loved making copies because it did come hot off the press. <laughs> oh, God. It's the little things, I guess. It is. <laughs> like, I love having office supplies. Like, I could go to Staples and spend three hours looking at different office supplies. That's so sad. I love it. That's but so that's sad. my thing. That's I your, loved it. That's your thing. That's my thing. <laughs> that's my friend. kink. Oh, God. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm kidding. Highlighters. <laughs> so, now we're back up in the office, and Andy enters, and he's wearing a plaid hat. He looks like Elmer Fudd. Yes, he does. And now Dwight pulls out a scope. I don't know more. Just the scope off a gun. And he pretends to shoot Andy. And it turns out that Andy and Dwight are going hunting after work. And that they're friends now. Once adversaries, now friends. And uh, so Ryan's on a call. Let's see, And now we're back to the whiplash. And yeah, we're all over I the hate. place. There's like three things going like, on. Like, give me an actual storyline. 
Like, don't just introduce it. Give me an actual storyline and then go to the other one. Mm-hmm. But Ryan's on a call and he says, like, yeah, come on down and we'll party Scranton style. <laughs> no, it doesn't Whatever stop. that means. It does. Scranton party don't stop. Yeah, the U kids still go out uh, even though they cancel the parade. Duh, you. <sighs> idiots. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling y'all idiots. They're not listening. <laughs> I don't give a shit. They're the looking at us. They're like, the idiots. office ended like a decade ago, you old farts. <laughs> no, come on. Uh, we're not going on spring break and spreading coronavirus, though, are we? Oh, Jesus. Corona, corona. So anyway, Ryan is, uh, well, he says, come on down. And Michael's like, I thought you were out of town this week. And he goes, don't listen to my calls, <laughs> even though they're literally three feet away from each other. And then he goes... Yeah, I mean, she'd be like a six in New York, seven in Scranton. <laughs> the other's my old Dunder Mifflin boss. And Pam's just like, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So now Charles approaches Jim and asks him to complete a rundown of all of his clients. And Jim's like, yeah, of course I'll do that rundown. And then he admits, I have no fucking idea what a rundown is. Do nope. you know what a rundown is, Kevin? No, I don't know. I don't work in offices. I don't know what that is. I've never actually it's, done it a rundown. It just sounds like a roster. Yeah, what I would assume is just kind of like, Names hey, and this addresses. is my... Oh, I would even go further. I would say, this is my client. This is their name, address, contact number. This is their typical volume. Yeah, that sounds like it would be about it. Yeah. And I've never been a salesperson before, Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim just does I know you're mediocre, but God damn it, Google existed in 2010. Yeah, Jim just becomes helpless in this episode. Right? Really like, annoying. Pam leaves and he's like, what is air? <laughs> what like, is air? You hell. did your Pam voice for that, though. <laughs> but anyway, oh, well, actually, sidebar. So, I, guys, my new hobby has been crocheting. And I finally... So cool. Uh, yes, I am. I'm... I am... Officially an old woman, and yeah. I'm totally fine with that. But um, my husband came home, and he had learned a lot of things on a topic, and he started telling me, and I was like, wow, you sound so smart. I'm like, yet here I am, just happy that I finally got a blanket with two <laughs> colors, and I go, me stitch colors together, and he just died. Uh, he, would, he would die for the caveman dialect, yeah. wouldn't he? It's very yeah, on brand for that him. came up, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but anyway... Uh, I just thought that was really funny because it's like, oh, Pam leaves and Jim's like, what is air? What is color? What is paper? Help me, please. Exactly. So then we go and Dwight is in the kitchen with Erin, the new receptionist, as she will now and forever be known as Erin. She becomes a regular, I think, right? That is a word on the street. (laughs) Okay, so she's a regular from now on. So anyway, he tries to flirt with her, and he tells her how there's a ghost named Hattie McGonagall, which is... McGonagall is a professor from Harry Potter, so it totally is up Dwight's alley. Gotcha. Um, The fantasy stuff. Yeah. But he's like, she was a prostitute, and she was bludgeoned to death here with some kind of farming equipment. No, no, riding crop. Oh, right. For like like a horse. Is that not farming, though? No, because like people in the the military use that. Jockeys. Oh, riding crop. crop. Riding crop. Not like a crop. I'm an idiot. (laughs) You heard it here first, kids. Yep. But anyway, um, and he's like, yeah, downstairs was a tavern, and she still haunts these halls, and... He's, like, sitting on the counter at this point. She's in front of the fridge. And he puts his arm around and he's like, if you ever feel a tap on your shoulder, it's Hattie. And she's like, ah! Yeah, that's Aaron. Yeah, yeah, that laugh pretty much nailed it. Yep. So then Andy walks in as she's walking out. And, um... They do the thing where, they, like, oh, they, oh, wait, wait, I'm going to put yeah. your hand. They just start dancing. dancing. And Andy's, like, throwing his hips out there. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's getting a little too He trusty. got very gyrating. Very thrusty. Yeah. So, 
immediately Dwight is like, oh, fuck, not again. We did this already. Yeah. They, um, he, he spots the gaze. Yep. So now Ryan is watching a video on the laptop, the shared laptop, yeah. mind you. And Michael's like, hey, did one of you guys try to make that copy yet? And Ryan's like, yeah, but Pam's so much better at it. <laughs> so, of course, she gets like, oh, I'm better at pushing a fucking button, Ryan. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know why you're getting so upset. I said you were better. <laughs> yeah, like they bicker like me and our sister when we were growing up. Uh, yeah. Like it's very like child, like sibling rivalry kind oh of thing. Oh my God, yeah. Because he's like, I could run GM Motors or I could fix a car. And, One's not necessarily better than the other. And Pam's actually acting in a way that she wished she could have years. Like she didn't have the balls oh, yeah. when she was a receptionist because she didn't like Ryan then either. Nope. So she's actually like kind of like letting loose here. Yeah. Well, and I don't blame her because now they're on the same level. Yeah. Yeah, they they're are. Both they're both salespeople. Yeah. Salespeople. Salespeople. So, um, basically, Michael's like, listen, I'm not making the copies. He closes his laptop and Ryan's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not making the copies because I'm the boss. I don't make copies. I make originals. And Ryan's like, yeah, me too. And it's like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, Michael tries to be the parent who pulls the car over. Yep. Doesn't really work. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. So then all of a sudden you just hear, oh, hey, yeah, I'm in the bathroom. It's Toby yep. talking while peeing. peeing. Yeah, because you can hear the urine hitting trickling the, yeah. down the pipes. Hitting the water. Oh, God, that's awkward. But he's, like, on a phone call, and Michael's, like, he gets set, like, the only way I can, the only adjective I could use is he's exasperated. Seething. Yes. Because he's, like, fucking Toby. Yeah, he mocks like, me even first now. these two, and now Toby. He, he doesn't even work with me, and I hear him. Like, it's one of those things. So, he's just, like, just make the copy. <laughs> just make the copy. So, now, Pam is upset. Ryan's sitting in the corner. He's putting a picture. Oh, I'm sorry. Not uh, he's not sitting in the corner. No. Ryan's putting a picture on the laptop as the background of a naked woman that he's met in Thailand. He said it's his friend Jasmine, and she goes, "Well, I don't want to look at her boobs all day." <laughs> and he's like, "You know, Pam, you could be hot if you put in any effort." That's a ballsy thing to say. Wow. Pam fires back. She goes, "Oh, what? Should I dye my hair blonde?" Whew. Michael's on the phone with his mother complaining about them using code. Oh, and he's P like, and R. Yeah. <laughs> he, and he goes, I'll be right back, Mom. Pam's being, or P's being a giant B. Well, <laughs> and he also says, P not as much fun without Jim. Yeah. Which is the fucking truth. She's Aww. so like, Pam is so boring. Like, her character is like so, uh, whatever. She tries to be quirky She's and funny, but. She's a normal person. Uh, that's not funny. And it's not, it's just like, I don't know. Pam is just. She's relatable. But she's not for me. That's the for thing. For you. For me. Oh, is she relatable for you? Is Pam yeah. like, oh, well, I'm talking to a woman who knits now. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I do not knit. I crochet, sir. So what's the difference? Uh, knitting is a knitting needle. Crocheting is different. <laughs> That's all I'm getting. It's Because different. I don't know how to knit, so I don't know the differences, but it's different. Keep knitting and knitting <laughs> and knitting. Yeah, so Michael's like shitting on them with his mom. And then Ryan's, yeah. like, being a dick, and Pam, it's just all a shit show. Yeah. It sucks. They're arguing over the laptop at this point. Michael's frustrated. He sits down. The copy thing. Yeah, he sits down, and now I got this picture printed out and framed for our brother for Christmas last year. Oh. And it's Michael, oh. hand in head, or, he, yeah, head in hand, sitting in front of his favorite quote. 
you miss 100% of the shots you don't make. Wayne Gretzky, and then another quotation credit, Michael Scott. <laughs> he quoted Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. I love it, though. And he's just, like, so frustrated. So now we're back, and Andy and Dwight are chit-chatting. And Dwight says that he noticed that Andy's pupils dilated, his skin flushed, and he's pretty sure that a little bit of blood rushed to his penis when he spoke with Aaron earlier. Yes. And did you see Stanley? Stanley yeah, Stanley turns like an owl. Like He's a like, hunter. what the fuck? Because then Dwight goes, a little bl- bit of blood rushed to my penis, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> so Stanley's funny. face is just perfect. Andy's like, uh, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Dwight's like, listen, I felt the same way. And uh, we both want the other to ha- like. We both want her, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. We don't want to go into the old game again. Probably trying to be gentlemanly this yes. time. Yes. And so he's like, listen, man, she's all you. I just want to hang out with you. And they both are just like, no, man, you go for yeah, it. Yeah, they're no, both trying you. to pass it off. Yeah. So now we're back down, and Michael is <laughs> explaining how it's a small office. And Pam's like, yeah, we should work from home. And Ryan says, oh, God, he came up with a stupid... Uh, I don't even written. I, all I have too. written down here is Mike breaches the corner idea. Yes. <laughs> That's all I got. He explains to them um, that each one of them will get their own corner mm. to go to uh, as personal space. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we already know one corner has a sewage pipe in <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. The other has a shower in Slim it. Slim pickings. Yeah. So now we go and Jim ask Oscar what a rundown is. And after using it in two different sentences, Oscar's like, why don't you just ask Charles? And Jim goes, oh, I can't do that. He asked me hours ago. That's not possible. Because Jim is a useless piece of shit in this episode. It's all of a sudden Jim lost his brain. I don't know if it's because he feels intimidated by Charles, so he becomes like, I think that's what He starts second guessing. But, like, this is something where, especially when you're a guy like Jim who's pretty smart and... Like, has confidence. You just say, well, exactly what do you want, Charles, when he asks you. Yeah. And instead it turns into this convoluted thing where Jim Jim is just running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Totally out of character. Yeah. I mean, it does get to not even in an interesting asks. way. Yeah. I know. I, I... No, no, go ahead. I'm it's sorry. hard, but... Um... That's what she said again. It's like the third time. <laughs> so Ryan is on the phone in his corner talking okay. about doing donuts in a parking okay. lot. Hey, cop, you like donuts? Okay. I wrote down here in big, bold letters, and I under t- underlined it three times. Ryan isn't even the same person anymore. Like, this is such a fucking weird thing, okay? like Well, you have to remember that he went to jail. Okay, he went to jail. He was a drug addict. But, like, that doesn't totally change everything about you. Like, he all of a sudden, he re- he's a know, 16-year-old. Kevin, have you gone to jail and... Become a recovering addict? No, I, I haven't. You're saying it into the microphone like I have, and people are going to think I have. No, no, I'm saying You're like, oh, I don't you. know, Kevin, tell me. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. I mean it like, have you? Can you speak from experience? No, not exactly, although my entire Little League team did. <laughs> so, that is so true. We were the bad news bears, and some of those guys are family men now, and like yeah, they, they came are. out of it okay. Like The thing is, those things happened when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, it's like, in the early 20s or something like that. Ryan is, like, established at, like, 27. Graduated business school. Yeah, with a master's and everything. And he, like, he's, like, 27. And, like, all of a sudden he's acting like a 13-year-old teenager. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't, that doesn't mesh. 
to me. Like, I'm watching this. I'm just like, this isn't even the same dude. Like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Like, nope. I'm just watching this, and I'm like, my head's exploding. I'm like, are they just doing this? for? Like, is there some sort of inside joke I'm not privy to? Like, why is this happening? No, the he's way just it's... completely changed. He's like, like, he's always an asshole. But, like, he had ambition. And he, he had well, a... Well, he can't... But, well, he on, got but he had a sense of, like, how he presented himself to other people and how he came across. Like, yeah, but a guy now in he's control. Yeah, felon. That does... Nobody's gonna hire a felon. Oh my god, listen, you are such a f- one of those fucking people. <laughs> oh my god, once you go to prison, it's over. No, and it's but, just a vicious but cycle. But that might be what his mindset is. He was on top of the world. What, what well, happened he... when he came back to Dunder Mifflin, though? When he was still a temp? When he came he back as normal. reception? He was normal. Exactly. So what happened? He went to Thailand... And, and then that, he came back and he's working at the bowling alley. Something happened when he went does, to Thailand. Is it ever explained? Because this is just fucking weird. I don't like, know. Like, watching this. We'll have to find out. Because, like, you don't just become a third... Like, you come out of prison, you do more drugs. Or you become, <laughs> or you do more crime. Or because, like, the way the society is set up, there, like, those people are set up to fail coming yeah. out of prison. Which is really fucked up. But, like... He comes back and he just becomes a 13-year-old boy who plays video games and hangs out with other high schoolers. It's fucking weird. <laughs> but I just have to call this out All now right. because it, is, it really bothered me. No but worries. Go ahead. So Ryan's sitting in his corner and Pam gets frustrated and she's like, all right, I'm going to go sit in my corner. So she sits in the sewage pipe corner on a chair. The toilet flushes. Michael looks up and she looks back and he goes... That's my corner, Pam. <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I thought that was your corner. And he goes, no, I can't work in the same corner I relax in. <laughs> Don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Basically. But, like, what's funny, though, is, like, okay, I know I keep on bringing it up, but, like, the isolation, like, those are the memes I'm seeing because everybody's forced to work from home. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I love crocheting at my desk <laughs> out after work. Like, uh-huh. I don't have a problem with it. I can separate my work and personal life. Some but, people cannot. That's but I've been thing. doing it from home for quite some time now mm-hmm. where everybody else is just like, well, good luck, dude. Like, I have an actual office set up. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people are sitting at their kitchen table doing it right now, which uh, is not ideal. Or some people still get to go out with their hall pass. Yeah. <laughs> your hall passes. I, yeah. So unfair. Yeah, get to go out and if I... No, I don't even want to get into all this. I've got so much to say, and I know that I would piss off half the population. Yep, we're not going there, guys. So anyway, Pam gets upset because she's like, so what, my corner's the one with the copier in it? Yeah. So Michael has two corners. Ryan's in the corner with the Ryan, bush. Ryan, I said Ryan's said in the corner. Okay, Ryan. Well, I'm just saying you tried to say Bush and Ryan at the same time. It came out Brian. Brian. That's all I'm saying. Brian <laughs> is in the corner with the bush. He's hiding behind like this tree. He is a ficus. <laughs> oh, remember Harvey Weinstein in the ficus? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So then Pam leaves. Jim tries to find out uh, what Charles actually wants. And he's like, oh, so, like, do you have an example of your rundown? He's like, and Charles just shuts Jim down. He's like, it's a typical rundown, yeah, Keep Jim. it simple, Jim. Yeah, like, and he because he's like, oh, well, I'm working hard. And he goes, you're working hard on this? Like, everything Jim does. Yeah. And then Jim's like, well, not, not harder than I should be. He's like, oh, so you shouldn't be working? But like, Charles is, yeah. like, horrible. He is. <laughs> I like, fucking hate this guy. Everything Jim does, like, poor Jim. He's like, making, makes me, you defend, feel bad he's for making Jim. me defend Jim, and I fucking hate Jim. Like, <laughs> God. So then Pam walks in. And she goes right past Jim, and she asks Charles for her job back. And Charles like, don't know what to tell you. Already replaced you. Filled. Yep. And she's like, I can do 
uh, you're a personal assistant. I could be a personal shopper. And Charles oh. shuts her down. Yeah. So then she's in the conference room doing a talking and she's like, I just want to sit up here. The air smells so good up here. It smells so good. It doesn't smell like sewage. Like, she is just regretting every part of everything. Oh, yeah. So now, we're at the Michael Scott Paper Company, and Stanley and Phyllis literally just open the door. That's they, all they can do. You they go walk in. <laughs> Jesus. They look around, and Stanley's like, is there anything else you want to see, Phyllis? <laughs> She's like, I think I've seen everything I want. And Michael's like, oh, guys, come on in. This is Ryan. You remember him? <laughs> Pam's around here somewhere. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's upstairs talking to Charles. And Michael feels like he's been turned on. There's a sword in his heart. Yes. He'll turn. Yes. So now, pancake luncheon. Oh, Michael's out there. Out making, in the parking lot. Yep. He's making pancakes in the shape of paper. <laughs> it's just big rectangles. Like, it really is. Basically, he filled the griddle with batter and just flipped it over and that's it that's all there is to it so now pam comes down and he's like oh pam you disappeared for a while she goes yep i had things to take care of that's as specific as i want to get kind of bitchy yep and ryan's over there on his phone and michael calls it a texting machine yeah michael kind of gets fed up with ryan he's like tuck your shirt like he's acting like a dad again yep you're the face of this company (laughs) michael scott paper company's face is ryan howard that's good not the good one so now Oh, there's a snort. That's nice. So now Jim gives the rundown of Charles, and he's like, oh, do you want to look at it? And he's like, no, do I have to? <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't. It's fine. He goes, send that to everybody on the distribution list. And Jim's just like, okay, sounds good. The only person Jim has a fax number for, apparently, is his father. <laughs> so that's who he sends it to. Yep. So now Pam is actually trying to sell it, like she's trying to get clients at the pancake luncheon. She's like, oh, we're eager, we're young, but we're eager to prove ourselves, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she gives her number, like the guy asked for a card. And she's like, oh, I'll do you one better, a scrap of paper. <laughs> Again, with, Again like, with the, the folksy, accent, yeah. like, British people thing. Yeah. Weird. I wonder if this, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> that was going places. It was going to go with... Yeah, just continue. Just continue. Okay. We're just rolling. <laughs> so now uh, Creed and Meredith are down at the luncheon. Mm-hmm. And Creed's like, boss, these guys are still calling Michael boss. These are awful. You, that's why you got to make them round so they cook evenly. <laughs> and he's like, they're paper, Creed. They're supposed to represent paper. And he goes, I don't want any of these. Opens up his coat and he has like three. Three like, and it's like a fucking a file. Fun. It's like a book. Yeah. He pulls up, boom. And they even make like a yeah. noise when they hit the table. And Meredith just goes, I'll take these for my kid. <laughs> So now Dwight and Andy... Oh, this three-minute scene. ...are in the break room. God. Dwight on guitar, Andy on banjo, playing Country Roads. And Erin starts singing while she's at the vending machine. She's like, oh, I really love that song. Who really loves that song? Dude here. Okay, that's fine, but you wouldn't start singing it if somebody was playing it on guitar. I might. No, what? Uh, John Denver is a quality songwriter. Uh, I like John Denver, too, but like... That's a song. That's a catchy song. I think that's one of those songs that would West catch you off guard. Virginia, yeah, that's one of those songs. Mama. If you're driving in your car and that comes on, you're gonna like, oh yeah, you're gonna tap I your guess. foot. You're gonna it's sing a little like, bit. Life is a no, it's not like I hate that. <laughs> Another song like that would probably be um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like the no. world. Bohemian Rhapsody would be one. Yeah, I think uh, Super Freak by Rick James would definitely uh, be one. Obviously, yeah. There's certain Come songs. Come on, Eileen. Yeah, there's certain songs that you hear and you're like, oh yeah, like. Uh, Journey. I'm Just a Girl by No Doubt is one of those, I think. 
Not for everybody, but I agree with oh, you. Oh, it's for me. I'm a dude. Uh, that one comes on, I'm like, oh, just little old me. Yeah. Don't let me drive at night. <laughs> I get all geeked up for that one. Well, I think there's a popular Twitter post. We'll try to find it and repost what? it. And it's all of these songs that white people can't not sing or dance to when oh. they come on. And it's like Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Oh, Journey. I, I hate them all. Well, Journey, I will say Journey does have one song that I will sing along with. And it's not uh, Don't Stop Believing. Guess what it is? Open arms. Nope. I don't know. Any way you want it. Any yeah, way you want that's right. it. That's the way. Straight out of the Caddyshack song. Yep. I was gonna say, wow. <laughs> I love that song though. Wow, well, so we great. brought up Rodney Dangerfield last week. <laughs> it's a great song. God damn. I'm losing to a rug. <laughs> so anyway, um, where were we? We're oh, up. Yeah. Yes, Country Rose. Yes. And um, so of course she's like, Oh, you play that so well, and Dwight's like, Oh yeah, you like that. And then Andy starts playing the banjo. And they just keep on, like, whose dick is bigger. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Well, you're technically good, but you don't have any heart. Until it gets to the point that they're not even including her and they're just singing with you because their bromance overcame Aaron. So they're just like. Dwight's like, oh, now in German. Yeah, he starts singing in German. And Andy's doing the the high fucking pitch and everything. And she just leaves as they're going at it. She does. And then you just hear. You gotta stop, yeah, Toby's guys. Toby's at the window, like, come on! You gotta stop, <laughs> guys. hilarious. That was, like, the greatest ending. Because these guys are, like, having a blast in the, the fucking... HR personif- assholes. The, the personification of a cold shower just comes to <laughs> It's fucking insane. So great. So now, um, Michael is now sitting alone at the pancake luncheon table mm-hmm. and all of the papers are just blowing around him like it's so sad it is very depressing so now he goes up and he explains to pam and ryan he goes you know what one night i had a dream that i had a tuna and peanut butter sandwich and the phone is ringing he goes and it was so delicious and i made it the next day of real life and it was awful <laughs> and i tell you this because and the phone rings, and finally somebody answers it. It's the guy from earlier that That's Pam right. gave the phone number to. She makes her first fucking sale. Yeah. And it's twenty boxes, a forty-three dollar box. I don't know how much paper actually is. Bunch of paper. I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of money, <clears throat> though. I think. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter because it's their first sale. That's yeah. all. That, that's but all they're all pumped. They're leaving for the day. Ryan's mom is there to pick them up in the station wagon. <laughs> so weird. Um, and it's kind of like. It's just ridiculous. Like, Pam walks up to Jim, she kisses him. Michael, Michael does, like, a roll into his car with his cheese puffs, <laughs> cheese balls. And he's like, who knew that work would be the thing that saved us? <laughs> Stupid. And then this last part, I fucking hate it. I wish that they just ended it there. Yeah. But Dwight and Andy are discussing which songs are better acapella, which Cherry Pie by Warrant, I would not say would be better Acapella. I don't know. I have to Google these later. She's I have to YouTube these. Cherry pie. Cool, sweet, cool drink of water. Such a sweet surprise. Mm-hmm. Andy would sing so it that good. high too. <laughs> Do you want to know the only reason I know that song though? Strip club. Uh, no. <laughs> a new. The surreal life. The singer of Warren. Oh, I think was on. No, there. he was on Celebrity Fit Club. Oh, He's that's the now. one. Oh, that's. That's sad. Yeah, he died. Oh, I said sucks, but yeah, that's sad too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they're walking. <laughs> Where are we going to take it now? Huh? We're going to go back. <laughs> they walk through the kitchen while they're like going on and and it, it, different yeah. songs. And Angela and Oscar are sitting there. She just rolls her eyes mm-hmm. as they leave. And it's like. They're best friends now. Yep. I wonder if John Matthew and John David are best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, what'd you give this one, Bear? I gave this one a 3.9. I gave it 3.4. I liked it more talking about it here than I did watching it, if that okay. makes sense. I think no, it ha- does. That's happened a few times. Yeah. And, um, like, the Ryan thing throws me. This is now, like, the fourth or fifth episode of Jim being a bitch. All right. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, but he's also getting treated like a bitch. That's what I mean. It's like, okay, okay, I got it. But, like, you gotta usually, beat the, that horse, usually they'll throw a bone in to, like, show some progression. There's yeah. been no progress. Jim is just rolling over and getting the shit kicked out of him like a redheaded stepchild by Charles. Yeah. That's it. There's been, like, no little nugget of, like, oh, maybe there's something coming up. No, it's just, <laughs> he's just getting shit kicked out of him. And, um, like, the pancake thing was okay. I liked the, uh, you know, Britney bitch is funny. Uh, it's just, it was just a solid app, just a, a good 3.4, just a good app. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was nothing spectacular. Like I said, it keeps the story moving logically and fluidly. Everything from Michael quitting to now has all made perfect sense. You know I mean? They throw in their absurdities and that, but it all makes yeah. sense. Everything, everything except for the Ryan thing. That, th- that one stuck <laughs> in my craw. Um, what do you make about Dwight and Andy? Um... I mean, I can understand it because they are similar enough that they would be friends. Yeah. Like, because Andy is just so, he wants to please everybody. Yeah, he wants to, he wants a friend. Yeah. So, like, I could see it, honestly. And he's so willing to do shit that he would do the shit that Dwight, like, hunting. Exactly. Andy, obviously, has never touched a gun in his life. Ever. But he wants life. to be Dwight's friend. Dwight's like, oh, a hunting pal. Cool. Yeah. Like, it just kind of mm-hmm. works for yeah. them. Uh, as long as, you know, they're both guys who suck the air out of a room, in a sense. Dwight, oh, Dwight yeah. more like low key, Andy more of the obnoxious, obnoxious type. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm gonna like I said a few weeks ago with Dwight and Jim as the team, mm-hmm. it worked for them. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a chance. Yeah, I'll see. No, but, I'm not upset about it. I, mean, I should say this is Andy being the most tolerable that I've seen. No. So maybe Dwight's craziness helps bring his craziness down. <laughs> I hope. A so. I hope there's like a stasis, like a middle ground. Uh, the Pam stuff, like you said, she's the normal person on the show. Yeah, and she's I think doing she's what a normal one, person would do. Yeah, I think she's the one that people can relate to. Because if you think about it, she's Pam is likely in her late twenties. Yeah, she's not older here, but you know, you, you get to that point in your late twenties where you're school. like, yeah, but you're like, is this really what I like? Yeah, I'm still young enough that I can make a go of something else. But she's having a quarter life crisis. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So I think that she is the most relatable character on this show, yeah. at so least just, for it, some twenty-something females, yeah. which I'm still in my twenties. <laughs> for now, it's it makes sense. It's just not the most exciting thing to watch. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So overall, like I said, would you give it a three point nine? Three point nine. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. That this one was pretty much for me, cut and dry. Right. I did like the. I can't relax in the same corner I work in. (laughs) (laughs) Michael is always worming his way out of shit. Okay, so I'm going to do a little musical interlude. And then then we're going to do episode 24, Heavy Competition. Right after this. We're back. Hey, guys. (laughs) And, guys, this is part of the show, the intermission portion, if you will, where we put ourselves over. And right now we're going to tell you that you can find us where, Mare Bear? On Twitter, at Bros's Podcast, or via Gmail from brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. From Gmail. (laughs) 
right. Yeah, you guys, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you want to get us feedback, questions, comments, concerns, anything you got like that. Direct them to those places at Bros's Podcast and Brother Sister Rewatch at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to interact with you. Absolutely. And if you're looking to uh, share us with your friends, they Please. can find us on Podbean, Anchor, Google, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, almost everywhere and that podcasts are available, and on the Jenny position woo feed. Woo. So that's where while you can you're there, us. check out some of the other podcasts. They have a lot of fun stuff going on over there too. Absolutely. Also, there was another thing I was going to say, and I totally lost it Oops. because you you jumped in there. Sorry, guys. Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, share it. Share the podcast. Uh, share us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. What's the other Tumblr? Is that God, a thing? I, fuck it. I don't think. I don't know. I don't, TikTok. Share us TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Just be like, hey, hey, hey. I want to give a shout out to a, a Twitter follower of ours, uh, Katie's Sassy Pants Shop, who we I comment on some of her stuff sometimes. I think mm-hmm. you may. And she was just like, I can't believe I'm not following you guys. And she's following us now. So <laughs> shout out to you, lovely lady. Hey, we Sassy. Pre- we appreciate it. So, Sassy. It right? reminds me of Homeward Bound, the cat. Is that sa- The cat's name is Sassy. Oh, the girl's name is Hope, right? Homeward Bound about the two dogs and the cat? The girl who owns the cat. Oh, I don't know what the fuck the girl's name is. All I know is the cat's name is Sassy and the okay. old golden Shadow. retriever. Yeah, Shadow. And then like, Michael J. Fox. He's like, listen, Sassy. And Michael J. Fox was Chance. <laughs> Thank God this is a, an audio oh my show. God. Uh, we no. are never going to YouTube. <laughs> I love Michael J. Fox. Because I was just, you know, with the whole quarantine shit going on and that, I was just watching uh, Mars Attacks oh, recently. Oh, a good movie. Oh, my God. And he's, like, hilarious. as like the smarmy, douchey anchor guy. Oh, he's so great in that movie. I love Michael J. Fox. So, with that out of the way, we're here at Season 5, Episode 24, Heavy Competition. Yes. And the cold open starts, uh, things are slow at the Michael Scott Paper Company. So Michael, Ryan, and Pam show off their cheese ball skills, where they just toss them from random spots in the office and different positions into each other's mouths. Yep. And that's the cold open, that they're all very good cheese ball catchers. Basically, yeah. Yes. So the show proper opens, so Jim and Pam are in the break room with Andy going over wedding stuff. And Andy is offering his acapella group to sing Pam down the aisle. Yes. And it starts, it sounds like a wedding, like a, a yeah, march. Yeah, it's like, And then it just turns into what, Mare Bear? You can call me out. <laughs> great, great video with Chevy Chase, by the way. <laughs> and yeah, so like. You can call me anything. I actually Sorry. had a wedding in Texas last year. I danced like a motherfucker to that song. <laughs> you have no idea. But uh, Andy wants nine grand for them to come in. For 13 guys, yes. airfare, hotel, uh, merch, merch merch table. Yeah, merch table. Like it's a fucking high school band. Uh, and they are not interested. So then we see Dwight, I guess he's in the kitchen, complaining to Phyllis because he's wearing a white dress shirt with sleeves. Long sleeves. Not long the typical sleeves. white or yeah. the short, short sleeve. sleeves. And he, he's bitching about it. He goes, this is not a dress code. This is a death sentence. Yeah. It affects my effectiveness as a, a fighter and defender. It's like, it's cutting off blood flow to my hands. Yeah. So, like, Charles comes in. Of course, Dwight's like, hi, Charles. How are you? Yeah. Like, he's such a And he's bitch. like, you're looking sharp there, Dwight. He's like, thank you, Charles. And then as Charles leaves, he goes, it's a straitjacket. And just, like, <laughs> knocks a bunch of shit over. He's like, ah! <laughs> it's like he's, like, clawing at the insides yep. of his body. It's great. 
So Michael meets Dwight out back. We see them meet in like an alley behind the building. And Dwight gives Michael, I guess, leads, right? Yeah. Some info. On clients clients. that are looking to make a change. Yes. So Andy, now inside, tells Jim... Um, he noticed some negativity yeah. from Pam. Okay, so this this is something I, like I talked we talked about before we recorded. I don't get this where this is going. I don't get this just doesn't work for me. But so Andy tells Jim that like Pam bosses him around. He doesn't see their marriage making well, no, it. No, at first I think because here's the thing, Andy is basically Projecting. shopping to them. No, he's giving them deals on as. Jim calls it the oh. graveyard of their wedding. Yeah, all that stuff. The nine honeymoons and yeah. shit like that from uh, and Angela. And so initially when Andy's like, well, I just don't think she want, or she was being so negative. And Jim's like, I just don't think she wanted a crucifix cake, which is the most Angela thing. <laughs> oh, very much so. Because they also had a sailboat don't cake, they do that if shit we at, don't forget. Don't they do that shit at like christenings? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's like christenings, uh, first holy communion. Yeah, shit like that, yeah. Like confirmations, you get a crucifix cake. <laughs> but she wanted one for her wedding, which, again, they very. canceled the sailboat cake. And they also had a crucifix cake. Very on brand. Yes. Very on brand. Yeah, so like, and Andy tells Jim that like Pam bosses him around. She he sees how she is like takes charge, and that the, the and marriage doesn't won't last. He yeah, says. I think it's a chance for Jim to fuck with Andy. Well, that's what the Talking Head next, where Jim says he was going to purge his inbox today, but something more pressing has come yeah, up. Yeah, because if you think about it, Jim does not screw around with Andy because the last time he did, <laughs> yeah, he punched the wall. He punched a hole in the wall. Twiddly, twiddly. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I think that this is him being like, well, if he's trying to be sympathetic towards me, mm-hmm. I can fuck with him without being in harm's way. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, Mike tell or is giving like info and leads to Pam and Ryan, mm-hmm. and they do their morning cheer, which is what bear. U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you ugly. Oh yes. Hey, hey. Yeah, Mike Your gets mama in, ugly. Yeah, Mike gets into it, really into it. Yeah. Uh, Dwight goes into Charles' office. Which, sorry, that just yeah. reminds me of uh, Bring It On. Yeah, that's all I was thinking of, like those cheerleader movies. Yeah, absolutely. So Dwight goes into Charles' office, refuses to sit down because of blood clots. Yeah. And Charles says, "That's weird. You will sit down." <laughs> and he goes, "Okay." So and Charles tells him he's impressed with his work. He wants to give him more responsibility. And he says, hey, you know, we could go out and catch a drink sometime. Which is everything he ever wanted to hear from Michael. Yes, it's all the stuff he never got from Michael. So Michael calls Dwight back. But Dwight is, like, he's on Charles' side now. And he's kind of reticent to help Michael. Yep. And he starts talking about, like, well, you know, there's a guy, a guy I look up to, my hero, who I want to help. But there's this new guy who's kind of like Will Smith. <laughs> Who's coming? And he's really cool. And like he's kind of telling Mike he doesn't want to help him. Pam writes down on a notepad. He's talking about you yeah. and holding it up. And Ryan's like pointing at it. And Mike's like, "No, Dwight, is this about us?" <laughs> and like, of course, Dwight's still like, "I may have said too much." Like yeah. they're talking in code. And well, shit. I love how he's like, "Is the cool new guy uh, Charles? Charles?" And he goes, "I've said too much." He goes, "Is it Stanley?" He just assumes it's a black guy. Oh my but god! But at one point, Michael goes, "Well, I'm. I was there first, Dwight. I'm." I'm I call dibs. You yeah. respect dibs, don't you? And Dwight goes, what do you think I am, a barbarian? Yeah, I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> so he tells Dwight, like, he asks to meet Dwight in 20 minutes. So back in the office, Jim goes to Andy and says that he wants to, he thinks he should break up with Pam. Is that how I got it? Uh, I or like, think so. It's like, getting too much that he thinks he should call it off. Yeah. And he doesn't know if he can do it. Like, he acts all, like, vulnerable and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like a battered spouse. Right? Yep. Is that the vibe I get? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and Andy, of course, is just, he's there for the tuna. Yeah, he's there for tuna because he was in that position not too long ago. Andy, yeah, Andy's so, it's just fucked up. That's all it is. Because like, like, everything that's happened to him. Since he moved to Scranton. Yeah, and, and he's like destroyed. And now he's projecting on other people and he's trying to be like the voice of reason. Even though he's a completely fucked up human being. Yep. So Mike and Dwight meet outside again, and Dwight Dwight looks all sad and frumpy, and just says, "I'm sorry." And Charles comes out to confront Michael about like the pestering Dwight for info. But I love Michael. He's like, "It's a setup. It's a setup. Run, Dwight. Run." It's like it's like a drug deal gone bad. Like the the cops show up. So Michael goes back to the Michael Scott Paper Company offices and tells Pam and Ryan, but without telling them. He basically starts talking about something that happened to him when he was younger, when he was with a girl and turned a corner and got hit in the face with a pee-filled balloon. Yes. I don't know how they filled it. A funnel, maybe. <laughs> yeah, a funnel. They're just <laughs> pissing into a balloon through a funnel. Oh I fucking love it. But he's, like, all bent out of shape in that, and they don't really get it. So, Jim... Andy's in the break room now, eating lunch. Mm-hmm. Jim comes and slams his lunch down on the table. He pretends that he blew a sales call, and that he looks in the mirror and hates the guy who he is. And he, like, storms out like a little brat. I love, though, Andy goes, hey, Tuna, be nice to my friend Jim. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, so, Michael now calls Dwight again. There's a lot of phone play in this a episode. A lot, yes. He calls Dwight, calls him a traitor, and says he's going to come for him, steal his clients, and kill them in front of him. And <laughs> the best is, Pam's just like, Michael! And he goes, I'm getting hardcore. And Ryan just goes, finally! Yes! This is what I'm here for. Getting hardcore. <laughs> Fucking throat slash. Right? Man. Like, let's get down to business. So, like, Stanley and Phyllis, of course, are not working. They're, over, they're listening yeah. and overhearing. And they're like, oh, he's coming for you, Dwight. Huh? He's coming for the big whale, huh? Yep. And Dwight gets all torn in shape. He tries calling his biggest client. But Mike got to him first yep. and offered him Penguins tickets and a meeting. So <laughs> that's when Dwight calls him now. Or, excuse me, he calls the customer and finds out that the guy's considering Michael's paper company mm-hmm. so <laughs> dwight trying to play like psychological warfare now he goes michael scott i thought he left the business after his nervous breakdown yeah. <laughs> and then dwight does a talking head where he compares the him and mike the teacher and the student yes. battling for paper company supremacy to highlander yeah the one of the top action movies of the 80s may i say there can be only one. There can be only one. Yeah. Tonight. Fucking Mr. Krabs as uh, yes, the Kurgan. The Kurgan. It's great shit. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I have it on at home. I will yeah, watch. I've been watching forever. <laughs> it actually, we got the special DVD. Oh, with, yeah. With the Queen soundtrack. It's fucking Who awesome. Who wants to live forever? Yeah, that song's deep. That's a deep Princes song. Princes of the Universe. Princes of the Universe brown, is awesome. Brown, kind... brown, brown. No, that, you just did Flash. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? It's still fun, though. It's still Queen. I'll give you that much. You got the right band. So, Mike gets a call from Dwight now asking for a truce. Dwight... Okay, so they meet out back. Mm-hmm. And Dwight, to show that he's not wired and that it's not a setup, pulls down his pants, his green boxer briefs. Oh, God, there it is. Briefs, and lift, not boxer yeah, And he briefs, lifts briefs. up his shirt. He's He does the truffle shuffle, kind of. <laughs> It's really fucking bizarre. He's just in his green whitey or green tighties. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael's like, oh, okay. So I believe you now. Yeah. And Dwight offers to take Michael, Pam, and Ryan out for lunch at Alfredo's. And like for like a peace meeting. Kinda like yeah. the why why'd you zoom in? <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah, the face is dead inside. That's the strangest part. 
He's not enjoying it at all. Sorry, guys. That's going to be the screen grab for this episode. Yes. So <laughs> the, um, he says he's going to take them out for lunch and they'll have like a, a peace meeting. Kind of yes, like a, a mafia truce. thing, you know? Yes. So they go to Pizza Alfredo's or Pizza... Wait, is it Pizza... Alfredo's Pizza Cafe okay, is that's where who, they go. That's where they go. Or no... Yeah, Alfred- yeah, yeah. Alfredo's Pizza okay. Cafe is better than Pizza by Alfredo. Because that's just hot garbage. Yes. Okay. Hot circle of garbage. Yes. So they're there waiting for Dwight. Dwight calls, says he hit a bear. <laughs> but as he's on the phone with Michael telling him that he might not make it, he's sabotaging their office. Yes. He's throwing a fish up in the vent. Oh, God. He, he's stealing Dude, all... somebody did that... Sorry. Somebody did that to our teacher in, like, eighth grade. They put what? a fish... They put a fish, so we also had anatomy that year, and we dissected a fish. Somebody took their dissected fish and put it in the English teacher's desk. That's hilarious. And I'll tell you after who the teacher is, and you'll totally understand. I think I know who it is. Was it an English teacher? Yep. Wait, oh, no shit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fuck them. Anyway, um, so... Uh, Dwight is like stealing Michael's Rolodex, his old school Rolodex. Yeah, all of his the infor- toys. Yeah, all the shit out of his desk. He's like shoving them into a briefcase and takes them. So then we see them return, and Dwight, the phone rings. It's Dwight. Yeah. Michael like, answers. Oh my it. god, we've been robbed. Yeah, and Michael's like, not now, Dwight. I don't have time. And Pam again holds up the notebook. It was he did Dwight. It. Yeah. And he's like, Dwight, did you do this? He's like, yes, Michael. So then, of course, Dwight says, "This is war." And the old Looney Tunes standby. Yep. So. Dwight is up at his office calling out of Michael's Rolodex to check on customers. Which Michael used earlier yes. in the episode. And Ryan said, look at the old man with his Rolodex. <laughs> That's right. And the thing is, Michael has like characteristics or things yep. to know about people on the back of their card and that. For Dwight, it's tall, beats. <laughs> and then, like as Dwight's hanging up with a customer, he goes, say hello to your black wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hangs up. Oh, my God. It's so fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> he's just no tact. No There's tact no, at all. No, no human, finesse. No humanity. Just, just stating facts. So now. Michael calls um, Michael calls Dwight now. Oh, my God. Half this episode is on phones. And uh, he, Michael is in the waiting room of Dwight's biggest client, Mr. Schofield, who he yep. offered the tickets to before. And he leaves the phone on. He goes, you're going to listen to all of this. While he's, I steal your client. He's going to make Dwight listen while he does that his sales like pitch. Those, that's pretty fucked up. I feel like that's like a mafia thing. It is. It's psychological warfare. Yeah. And so Dwight immediately runs out, gets his car. He's hauling ass there. And he's listening to Michael yelling at the phone the yeah. whole time. No! Did you invent paper? <laughs> like, I love he's like, oh, what is that thing that Dwight always says? Paper is... The soil, and Dwight's like, no, the paper is the manure. On-time delivery is the soil. He's freaking out. <laughs> so now outside the elevator in the office, Jim is crying on Andy's shoulder. Sobbing. Yes, and then Andy goes in and gets everybody's attention. He announces that Jim is upset and mm-hmm. should be nice to him and blah, blah, blah. He's going through something, yeah. man. And then Phyllis just goes, Andy, he's messing with you. And Andy looks over. There's the picture. It's a famous gif, a yep. famous meme of Jim staring through the window blinds. This what? is what I think of mosquitoes, like, the, while they're waiting for the summer to happen. <laughs> they're just, just waiting, waiting in the wings. And just smiling as arrogant douchebag oh, douche smile. Mug. Yes. And uh, so Jim go, or Andy goes in there. He's like, Tuna, what's, what's this about? And Jim basically says, me and Pam are happy. And one day you're going to find somebody someday. Like, that's pretty <laughs> much the longest story. He's like, don't put your shit on us. And that's the end of that storyline. Whatever. Yeah. Mike is now with Mr. Schofield. Which did you notice he changed his shirt? Hold on. I didn't get to Dwight yet. You said Dwight was I said in... Michael oh. is with Mr. Schofield. Hold on. Hold your horses. Wait. Oops. 
<laughs> That's funny. So <laughs> Dwight arrives. He pulls in. He grabs something out of his car mm-hmm. and starts running in the building. The next scene, we see Dwight running down the hallway, buttoning his yellow mustard, mustard yellow, yellow with a short sleeve dress shirt. That's like his power. That's suit. how he works, man. Yeah, he needs his, that. It's his power suit. So he's running in. He bursts into the office and starts making an ass out of himself, basically, like just. He's like April third, nineteen yeah, or two thousand three, yelling out dates and yeah. like things that happened to that. And the guy is basically like, "Listen, how about you guys just email me your best offers and yep. we'll take it from there." And as Michael's leaving, Dwight just goes, "How's your gay son, Tom? Tom? He's reading off of his Rolodex, the homosexual card. sophomore." Yep. And the guy's like, "What?" Yeah. And then we get a talking head from Mike where he explains that he color coded the names on the the, facts. the information on there. And that one was color-coded in green, which means green means go. Go ahead and don't say that. Yep. Orange means orange you glad you didn't say it. <laughs> He's like, basically the colors mean don't say it. Yeah, everything basically says don't. So all the things Dwight's <laughs> been saying to the customers all day are the bad shit. Yep, you're black wife. Yes. <laughs> you're black one. So Michael does a talking head, and as he's like, he's just talking about brother versus brother and mm-hmm. civil war, and what did that accomplish besides ending slavery? <laughs> but like as he's talking, it's Michael out in the parking lot shaking hands, closing the deal with the guy, and Dwight across the parking lot putting his white shirt back on, yep. looking like I was vanquished. Yeah, all sad. There could be only one. Yes, and the closer is just Michael, Ryan, and Pam in the office. Their mouths filled with cheese balls, and they can't talk. And Michael answers the phone. He's like, "Well, they're trying to see who can fit the most in there." Ryan won with thirty-two balls. Thirty-two cheese balls. I just wanted to do that, like Kevin balls. (laughs) And that's the end of the show. So, what did you give this one, Bear? I gave this one a three point nine. Me too, exactly. Also, yeah, Yeah. I really liked the Dwight Michael. It was great. Apprentice. Master uh, dynamic, and I, like, I I also liked Jim Yank and Andy's chain I, for a little this bit. This one was like so, like this was one that didn't. It seems so half baked because when you see how elaborate Jim can be with this shit, and this one yeah. he just he's just like I'm sad, Andy. Well, it just I mean the opportunity presented itself. That's this, the way I look. It at It just seemed like a half baked like Jim prank storyline compared to what we know they're capable of with that stuff. Like, they're just like, oh, we need a B storyline, and we don't want Charles to be it this time. Yeah. That's basically God. what it felt like. That's pretty much all the deduction on this one. Also, a lot less Pam being, white, you know, like... Being much, Pam? I'm the voice of reason in all of this, you know? And Ryan wasn't overbearing in this one. It was really just Michael yeah. and Dwight doing their thing, and it, it worked. It was but good. I also want to give credit where credit is due. Andy was not an obnoxious douche this episode. No, they kept the, they kept that. They're part. reining him in, like yeah. they're keeping him right at the edge, and that's <laughs> where he should be. Yeah, because like this time they actually made him kind of like, cons- like consider considerate. Yeah, like caring, like oh, I am worried Empathetic. about that. Yeah. yeah, and then I don't know if he's probably not going to learn from the lesson. Jim no. Gave him. But, I mean, it is curious that Charles only was in the first scene with Dwight. There was no Aaron in this episode. Um, Who gives a shit about Aaron? <laughs> wow, okay. Project much for the future? <laughs> but, um, overall, it was a, it was funnier than the past three that we've recorded. Uh, or talked about. Those ones we gave, like, three threes, three fours, three, like, low threes, mid threes. This one was almost a four. It was funnier. The last one I gave three nine two as well. I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) But this one was funnier. This one had a lot more laughs in it. Yeah, no. And And, it's because Dwight, Yeah, Yeah, Dwight was unleashed. And not only that, but they, I've been harping on this since day one, is, like, the continuity was there. The story progressed. Logically, it made sense. 
you're getting a sense of like what Michael is doing. Like he's now working his ass off. Yeah. Like at first he was scared. And then he had to get his confidence up that first sale. Now they're like doing their thing. Yeah. And he's going out poaching other people. He's using Dwight to do it. Not yeah. through his own means or anything, but he's doing it. And like that all makes sense. But this one was a lot funnier than the other ones were. Somehow they made the laughs come. And I don't know if it's because of the players. Like I said in the last one, the Jim Charles stuff isn't funny. No. That's like more like, oh, I'm sympathetic. I really <laughs> think it's the it's the Dwight Michael. Because Dynamic. they're both ridiculous, but they both almost like stop each other Sweet and from sour. going too far yeah, on, each, on each of their respective parts. Yeah, because Michael doesn't want to look like a fool in front of other people, and mm-hmm. Dwight doesn't want to look like a fool in, in front, front of, of certain people. Yeah, in front of certain people. So they kind of have that balance. Yes. And um, yeah, overall, it's just a and lot better. And they're both also like pretty much on the same uh, level. Level. Yeah. yeah. And I got to say, the Will Smith line killed me. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to talk about with this episode, Bear? No, man. I think we covered it all. Like I said, that crucifix cake, though. I I was sitting here watching it, and he goes, I just don't think she wanted a crucifix cake. And I literally went, I I went, (laughs) (laughs) and the dog woke up and everything. Yeah. No, he's not in here right now. (laughs) No, he's not with us today. But uh, (laughs) That was going to sound darker. He's not with us. Yeah, he's not not in the room today. Um, But no, I like squeaked because I was just like, oh my God, that's like. A, like a perfect just little like detail it's that a they nugget from in. your life that makes yeah. sense yeah i never got a crucifix no, i didn't cake. either but like it's but stuff no, that it's we just know something of. it's yeah. something we know of, but it's also something we could see angela totally doing oh, yeah. for her wedding very in character so i enjoyed it so that's it for this yeah week. but well, next week yeah. we have up season five we are so close to the end of season five guys we have four more episodes that's right but next week we're going to be covering episode 25 broke Okay. And episode 26, Casual Friday. Casual Friday. I have no idea what either of them are. I'm very excited for Casual Friday. Yeah, that smile on your face shows it. (laughs) Okay, everybody. So, before we come back next week, take some time out of your day to go onto Twitter and follow us at Brosis Podcast. And if you have anything to tell us, anything to say to us, anything you want us to know or read on air, email us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read it on the air and get back to you. If we, if, even if you don't want it read on air, we'll just respond yeah, just to you. put a note in there. We'll respond via email. I'll try and be funny via text. Yeah, good luck with that. So, that's it for this week. Mayor Bear, say goodbye to the people. Thanks so much for everything, guys. Don't forget to share us around and uh, check out Jenny Position as the feed we're on or everywhere else, basically, that podcasts are found. Uh, but thanks so much for the support and catch you on the next one. He's my baby and I'm his honey. Never gonna let him go. In spite of ourselves. We'll end up sitting on a rainbow Against all odds Honey, we're the big door prize We're gonna spike Our noses right off of our faces There won't be nothing but big old hearts Dancing in our eyes